Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Uko Pekalukanen had a win in Philadelphia last year. He hopes to replicate that tonight with Brandon Byro making his uh, season debut. It's been well over a year and a half for Byro between NHL stints. The question, Marty, is what number did Brandon Byro wear in his previous NHL game in Montreal? I thought it was in the 60s, but you told me it wasn't in the 60s. So I thought maybe like 62, no, not 61. Mm -hmm. Uh, It wasn't in the 50s. I I have no idea. I can't recall. 46 was his number. Okay. Do you know what his number is now? No, that's what I was going to say. What is his (laughs) number now? I printed you game notes. Did you not look at them? Well, I haven't looked at them yet. You haven't given me the game notes yet. The internet I... provides this information too, Marty. Okay, Come on, give me man. a second. You know, I want to know how quick I am to get in those things. I Quicker just clicked on game notes right now, and I'm looking <laughs> at Brendan Byro right here on my list, and uh, he's not even on the roster right now oh on the gosh. Sabres, on the NHL thing. Well, slot him somewhere in between Greenway and Jost, and what number do you land on? Well, um, there could be 13. 14, 14's no, retired. 14 can be 14, 16's retired, 16's retired. So it's gotta be, he's going to be 15. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That was an That's exercise. Right. In you want to know like this oh. is how we laugh about the NHL website and all the errors that they have. So <laughs> they print out game notes every morning and they put them on the website. You want to know that Devin Cooley is still listed on the roster that is on the NHL.com media website right now. The guy's playing in Rochester tonight, but Brendan Byro is not listed on there. Like, what is going on? A lot of paper transactions, Marty, and sometimes that paper trail is hard to follow and things don't get updated in the proper manner. But yes, that's why I referred to it as a double game night tonight. I was specifically thinking about Devin Cooley, who's going to be on the sheet in Philadelphia and in the crease in Rochester when he they was, take on he the He was 62. That's why I thought 60s mm-hmm. because I had Devin Cooley on the mind. You did. Um as far as Don Granado speaking this morning. Um he did talk about balance amidst the three lines. I know at the end of the day you've said this before. You see a time of inevitability. 
where it ends up being 537289 once again. Are you sure of that? Yeah, I think there will be a time. And why and do you not think that it can work the way presently constructed? It can, and it okay. should. It's it's working, so you don't change it. But at any moment, it's eighty-two games. We are at game ten. There's you know another seventy-two games after tonight. There is going to be some changes that's going to happen. There's always injuries. There's always you no know, new things that you want to try. Jack Quinn, when and if returning to the lineup in December or early January, that's going to change your look. Maybe at that moment, you're going to say, hey, wouldn't be, uh, you know, wouldn't it be great to try Thompson with Skinner and Tuck and then Cousins with Paterka and Quinn again and see how that top six works. And then you may still have Casey Middlestat. You may still have who knows what what's going on with, with Victor Olson or Tyson Jost or if Savoy or Benson are here. Like, there's still that chance. I'm just saying that when it worked so well last year mm-hmm. for the for a long period of time, and then you had the unexpected end of the season where it was Casey Middlestat in the, between Skinner and Tuck, you can never say no. I think it's an, an, inevitable. Inevitable. It's good, a tough Good word. use of the word. Uh, that at some point you'll see it again, mm-hmm. right? It's as easy as saying McDavid is going to play with Dreisaitl at some point, or Crosby and Malkin are going to be a, you, like on the same line at some point. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It just it may be in January, it may be in March, but it is going to happen at some point. Who is benefiting the most right now from the spreading of the wealth? Well, I'll tell you who I'm happy uh, to see perform at the level that he's performing with new line mates, it's Jeff Skinner. Because okay. Jeff Skinner, for me, was always the one that, oh, well, you know, Tate Thompson is such a force and Tuck is such a force. Skinner is like, I don't want to call him a third wheel, but he was kind of the guy that benefited from a lot of what the other players on the line were doing for him to have success. Or so now, you thought. Or so I thought, absolutely. Now I'm watching the game and I'm like, J.J. Paterka is benefiting from Jeff Skinner's play. And Casey Middlestad is benefiting from Jeff Skinner's play. And and did I get that all wrong? And, and, and I'm not saying that everybody's got different roles now that they're on different lines. Maybe uh-huh. Skinner is seeing his role expanding, saying, I got to be better and I got to drive my line a little bit more. I never thought of Jeff Skinner as a guy that drove his line when Thompson and Tuck were with him, but he's doing that job with Milstadt and Paterka. So I think to me, that's the surprising factor, but I think that's the one that's benefiting from the changes the most because it's added another layer to his game. Well, based on uh, his creation and execution of between two stalls, I think it's fair to say Jeff can drive his own line. Yeah. He can drive his own line. You can, you can, you can. He make, can do anything he wants. Clearly, you can put him so. in the middle of two stalls, and he will drive the two stalls with him. Is this as how daunting? Let me phrase it this way: Is tonight's meeting with Philadelphia? And Very, I don't want you to. I don't want you to laugh at it. I because no, it's not. I tried to tell laughable. people that Philadelphia should be better, and so far they they are holding their own. And they have really good balance, I think, uh, amidst their three lines. Look, so. I, Philadelphia is not a team that I look at their roster and I'm like, ooh, I'm, it's scaring me. Like Colorado is a team that I look at their roster and it's like, there's some scary pieces to that roster. 
mm-hmm. right? I both Ford, Andy, even Georgiev and Nat. Like, I don't, I don't get scared of Carter Hart. Um, I think he's a very capable goaltender and within a system with the Flyers play at the top of their system defensively, they can be very, very hard to play against in when the Sabres are in the offensive zone. But I don't look at their, I mean, I watched LA last night. They had Kopitar, Deno, and Pierre-Luc Dubois in the middle of the ice. And that's daunting. That's like, oh, if we can't take advantage of at least one line, we're going to get eaten up by all three of those lines. The Kings are 4-0 and on the road because of that. I don't look at Couturier Frost and Noah Cates as, well, that's scary down the middle. Did they have good pieces? Yes. Is Travis Konechny a good piece on the wing? Yes. Is Bobby Brink a good, young, fun piece to watch uh, on the third line? Yes. Uh, but they don't have anybody that really well, scares me like like other teams could. Agreed. The scare factor may not be there uh, with Halloween in the rearview mirror. But if Scott Lawton is your fourth line center and he's got six helpers already, then that is showcasing depth. And it's showcasing a willingness to try different players in different positions. Um, but also because torts is torts, like he played yeah. hardball with Morgan Frost. So Frost doesn't have the chance yet to have the numbers that Lawton had because he's missed six of the nine games, but eventually he'll get there. And so much so that Frost is being put with their leading goal scorer, Konechny, who's almost a goal a game. So like, I mean, yeah. th- like I would say, look out but for Morgan Frost with Konechny tonight. That's a very typical John Tortorella thing to do, though, is that, you know, like when I was with the Rangers and you had Marion Gabrick, right? And it's like, Gabby should be your leader. No, who was your leader? Ryan Callahan, Brandon Dubinsky, Brian Boyle. It's like Torts wants to believe in his bottom six more than he wants to believe in his top six. And right now the Flyers are built that way because he will put out Scott Lawton with Nick Deloria and Garnet Hathaway on the ice and say, they can play against Stage Thompson. They can play against anybody. I trust them more than I'll trust Morgan Frost, Travis Konechny on, on that responsibility factor. That is such a Tortorella thing to do. And that's what he's always done. He did that in Columbus with the team that oh, he had. Yeah. He did that in Tampa, right? Like Vinny LeCavalier, Brad Richards were angry at some point because he was like, we, we're, we don't have trust. And mm-hmm. he trusts more to Vinny Prospol, although Vinny was a really talented player, but in a different role and mm-hmm. other players that really played that type of role. Well, it's Philadelphia who are three and two at home, taking on the Sabres who are one and two on the road. It's the front end of a home and home set that concludes Friday at Key Bank Center with Buffalo and Black and red for the return engagement. And speaking of uh, black and red, uh, dominant colors of the division rival Ottawa Senators. This is comical. Yet yet another. Well, it's not if you're the new owner of the Senators where everything just seems to keep going wrong. You get injuries to half your defense core. You lose a bunch of games. And now uh, it's been rumored for weeks and it has happened that Ottawa is going to have to forfeit a first round pick in one of the next three drafts for their role in the aborted 2022 trade, the infamous, and at times hilarious, aborted trade of Evgeny Dodonov to Anaheim. Remember, Vegas was involved, trying to move them along. Ottawa was a it was a third wheel to a certain extent, but he went to Anaheim. It got nixed. He came back. Remember Vegas yeah. did the welcome back? When well, he because, the goal? because he had a no trade clause that Ottawa possibly, and I'm just reading with within the lines here, forgot to 
let Vegas know that he was not to be traded unless given approval. So they trade him to Anaheim. He says, hey, wait, I have a no-trade clause. Talk to the Ottawa Senators. I had a no-trade clause, and it it, it was carried over, so they didn't but continue that way. That was not verbalized in wake of the deal misfiring. In fact, yeah. the opposite was said by the league and everyone involved that it was case closed, no further discipline. So yeah. what the heck has happened here well, that Ottawa now has to be held accountable for something that clearly didn't just involve them? And which is funny is that we're two years old. Uh, that was two years ago. Yeah. So it finally comes to like, I, from what I, I would understand through this, this whole situation is that Vegas probably talked to the league and said there needs to be better understanding on how this all went down. And the league did their due diligence and interviewed people and, you know, got their information, realizing that there must have been uh, some culpability and, and hiding information by the Ottawa senators in that situation. If it's just a, oh, our bad, like, you know, we didn't know and we did, but there must have been some ownership that needed to be taken from the Ottawa senators. And after interviewing all parties, they came down two years later and saying, yeah, you had a role to play and you didn't fulfill it. So we need to uh, take a, a draft pick away. And a first rounder mm -hmm. is not anything you know, to sneeze about. I know it's one of the next three years and it could be a late first round pick or whatnot if you do well, but it's mm -hmm. still not nothing to sneeze about. No. What does Shane Pinto think of all this? Well, Shane Pinto is uh, sitting at home. Dude, not, seriously, can you not, think of the last two weeks and imagine it going any worse for new owner Michael Anna? How about this one? How about like, this honestly. one? Honestly. I heard Bill Daly on uh, the NHL um, Sirius XM station yesterday morning talk shameless, about... Shameless plug by another of Marty's freelance outlets. Well, no, it's not oh. that because I listen to that station as I drive around the kids to school. It gets my day going. And so Bill Daly's talking about how every rookie goes to rookie orientation and they're yeah. being talked about everything. Bill Daly says, well, Shane Pinto attended that meeting. Well, you take it for whatever it is. So I'm thinking rookies don't pay attention when you have rookie orientation. So you better make sure they understand what is going on and they know about every little details of uh, what being an NHL player is. It's funny. Bill, I love Bill Daly. I think he's great. I think he's a great communicator. But when he said that about Pinto attended rookie orientation, I'm like, oops, probably didn't want to say that at that moment. You have now filled me with added anxiety for our role and potential responsibility in shaping the next generation of Sabres as they had to attend an informal panel session with us this summer. How did, like, what did we teach them? And were any of them paying attention? And are we going to be held responsible? I'm going to blame, or uh, if there's success, we're going to say it was all Danny Gare's reasoning. He yes. really connected with them, took pictures with all the kids from BC. And if it, it fails, we're going to blame Danny Gare. <laughs> we're going to say, you didn't connect <laughs> enough with the rest of the crew. So you and I were merely there to facilitate the conversation. Okay. We're going to put it all on Danny's uh, plate.
All right. He's got big shoulders, has always had them since debuting <laughs> as a Sabre in the mid seventies. And uh, I love that. Oh, segue. and by the way, yes, I got to see uh hi to Gilbert Perot at the game on Sunday. Got to spend a few minutes with him. Danny still calls him the franchise. He goes, look, franchise is here. And uh, what a, what a good five to 10 minutes I got to spend with Gilbert. So that was great. Yeah. Awesome. It was really, really nice to see him there. Uh, Sabres kids club. Um, we're not talking about the current roster, despite as <laughs> the youth that, that is being served. The Sabres kids club is back for this 23, 24 season. It is a great way for young fans to stay engaged with the team. Members receive exclusive gifts, experiences, and more. And you can register today at sabers.com slash kids club, or use the QR code on the screen right now here on MSG. Still more to dive into. Not the busiest of nights in the NHL last night, nor is it busy tonight particularly, but Sabres in Philly, Amherst home to Syracuse. We're back after this. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.